When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the Craftsmanship Podcast. My name is Dustin, and I'm here with my brother and co-host Devin. I'm back. Hello. Hello. He's back. Not not with just the wife this week, but with the brother. Another family (laughs) member. (laughs) Back in action, Devin. What do you got for us today? No wild enthusiast ever yet could rest till half mankind were, like himself, possessed. Sounds very Shakespearean. Shakespearean. Yeah. No wild enthusiast yet ever could rest till half mankind were like himself possessed. Uh, some uh, Cowper. I don't know who Cowper is, but Cowper, like Calpurnius. Cowper. Cowper. Hmm. We call him friends. Call him Calps. Calpy. Coops. <laughs> I like name. that though. You know, like someone who is obsessed and you know is an enthusiast. You want other people. To feel that same excitement, enthusiasm about what you're doing, yeah, that's yeah, like, that's everything what we're doing, and it's it's um, it's uh, zombies, enthusiasm zombies, <laughs> right? You just look for people to grab and be like, "Look at this, isn't this cool?" Become like me, and then yeah, and then they spread it. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I, I forget who mentioned it, but someone said like, uh, "What was that?" Um, I don't know. It was a, a maker camp tip was load your phone up with a, or no, I know who it was. It was, uh, it was specifically Dave Picciuto from the making it podcast, but they were talking about an ideal maker show. And of course, like Jimmy was talking about maker camp, you know, like, or maker events. Cause there's like the, the maker central and workbench con, all these different like conventions and, you know, maker mm. get togethers. And he was saying one of the, like a, a tip for people is to load your phone up or have a, folder on your phone that has a bunch of pictures of stuff you do right so that way it's right uh, yeah. there because a lot that's what a lot of people are doing or saying like oh check this out you know this is what i do you know because that's it we're all makers so everyone wants to see the things you make and do so have them like ready to go <laughs> here's my baby yeah <laughs> your enthusiasm well let me show you what i do <laughs> <laughs> which is funny when he said that i was like huh i didn't i don't remember doing that much i i definitely showed a few people pictures of things but I didn't, uh, I didn't like, I didn't do that a lot or I didn't get that a lot from other people. Maybe it's because maker camp is a lot of doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not you're always um, doing something. It's not a lot you're of like a like, knife show or, or a show is a, it's a show. So you're constantly trying right. to show people, Hey, this is what I have. What do you have? There's, this is uh you're right. Maker camp is doing being right. there being and Even though everyone's sharing their stuff, their Instagram stuff, their YouTube, their whatever. Right. Um, yeah, a lot of like giving out stickers and like promoting yourself 
that way. Just like, oh yeah, you know, this is, you know, this is the thing that I do. But then it's more just like straight up conversations or you're just hanging out, working together, doing something. Do do we have stickers left? <clears throat> we do. Yeah. Enough. We do have stickers. Uh, you know, we have, we have a bunch. Dang. You know what we didn't do? Let's <laughs> make the koozies. Make the koozies. Crap. Yeah. That was going to be a good, yeah, that was a good idea, but you know. You know, with all that free time we've had over the last like month and a half, <laughs> it was oh man, it's been wild. And you know, working on the bow, crazy, 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 just trying to get that done in time and with everything else going on. I know you worked like about ten days straight or something, like crazy. You were yeah, you were ten day man. home, ten day home stand, and then just finished a seven day home stand. A yeah. lot of baseball. For those who don't know, I work baseball. Um, video productions i had to go down there and, and be there during the games um yeah. but yeah anyway so yeah bow video i know you said yeah. you talked to it a little bit with nicole yeah that. yeah we talked about it a little bit and also because she had just finished making her bow for the bow video so yeah. that was like part of what we were talking about like her experiences i would ask i was asking her like you know what she thought about that and, and the things that she liked about it which is a really cool it like a cool conversation because you know, she's seen me make a bunch of bows over the years and, and seen me do the process. So like different times throughout that process, she's gotten more or less interested. And so she wanted to make her own, which she started a couple years ago and then, and then, uh, had the encouragement to finish it up for the end of the, of the, the hundred pound war bow video. So she'd have her own new bow. Yeah. I, um, I really, would love to do a um, meetup of people. I know you said something on Instagram, but that'd be so cool to do a yeah a bow shooting meetup and a <coughs> that could even be the a start of another you know meter makeup maker meter <laughs> ma- makeup <laughs> meter meter made meter made makeup <laughs> no a maker yeah. meetup yeah yeah some of that and then because have have that as a thing like yeah we did this but we also have. Have games and stuff, and that's, I mean, we yeah. love doing that stuff anyway, so it would just be, people get, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah, to do, right, Sorry. to do something like, do the, do a, you know, an annual Art of Craftsmanship archery tournament, and the winner yeah. gets something cool, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, you know, if it, the thing though, the nice thing about what we did for the video is that we made it, um, basically made it so everyone had a chance to win something you know well, so it wasn't only yeah. about just the the best archer right you know there were there were goals at different points but you know we had different games throughout the throughout the way to be able to you know win some of the some you know some of the uh uh what's that called you know the the bounty off of your your dead the enemies booty. the booty <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah I mean, but if more people were there, obviously we'd all have to pitch in. We're, we can't, we can't provide the booty for everybody. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not our friends and family. Yeah, we get like eighty people there, and we're like putting out like a thousand dollars for. <laughs> hey, you know, maybe we do, right? Maybe we get sponsors. Hey, look at that! There's your, there's your. Uh... Well, they would sponsor for like things. I don't know if they yeah, could. maybe they would give us cash. Yeah, maybe we just do things, right? You know, that would be cool too. Oh, that's like it's true. A, yeah, like let's get some stuff from Three Rivers or get some stuff from you know Dick Sporting Goods or or whoever, like Whiskey River. You know, do just get. I'm sure we can reach mm. out. There's a bunch of people who who love sponsoring these type of things, and they have product. 
like companies would prefer to give you product than to pay. Oh yeah. You. Oh yeah. You know, so if we just we're just like um the maker camp did the big like giant giveaway where they had all this stuff like from every one of their sponsors they had something and that all went to one person. So someone got like all this stuff. So, you know, that's that's easy. I mean like calling up sponsors be like, "Hey, can I get a I don't know, you know, like a a spool of Dacron for bowstring or, you know, who knows, you know what I mean? Get some stuff that's bow related, but also just maker related, you know, like Shinto rasps, you know, like tools. Shinto. Shinto rasps. Shinto. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we just need a place to do it. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That'd be great. A place where you could camp and then do it. Just make it a weekend or make it a, yeah, make it a Friday night and Saturday night. Right. Or yeah. even if it's just Saturday night. But I think a Friday night and Saturday night would be cool. Yeah. Friday, you have like a welcoming dinner and like thing. Yep. And then everyone's there all day Saturday. Yeah. So you wake yeah. up and the and the games begin. They start at 9 a.m. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you're planned and you got uh, different bow games. And right. um, you could even do like throwing axes and stuff and yeah, just right. to, just to diversify and like other types of games, like mm-hmm. simple, fun games, but who, who knows how, what you'd have to go through. Gotta get really... one, of those, one of those, uh, hammer, you know, like hit the hammer and it sends oh, the thing yeah. up to bring the bell. You, you can make one of those. Dun, I cool trounced dude. that again this year <laughs> at the Renaissance. Well, you Festival. know, they, they change that. <clears throat> they, they change the, uh, they can change the tension. So they, yeah. they see, they see, you know. They, right. had it well, set, you know. they had it set for your daughter, and then you, you switched in real quick, and you're like, "Hang on, I'll do it." No, there was there was a, there was a line. I was kind of hanging around. I'm watching people, and I'm watching you know like a couple guys go up and try it, and then you know a couple girls, and and the guy he didn't change anything. He was, I mean, not at that time, right? He didn't do it while I was watching. So probably about ten people or so <laughs> that were in front of me while I was we were kind of hanging around and doing different things, and so I walked up, and it's uh, it was like three dollars for five hits. And if you get all five, if you ring the bell, you get this little necklace with a oh, um, yeah. a leather circle with a star punched into yeah, it. Yeah, Or you do $5 for 10 hits. And if you get 10, you get a necklace with a little, like, hammer, like a Mjolnir hammer on it. And so I had the five already because I was, like, going to give them the five and just do five hits and get back two bucks and change. But I was like, oh, Mjolnir. I can get the hammer. I was like, all right, well, I'll do that. I was like, here's here's five for 10. Just trounced it. Ten hits in a row. Bam. It was awesome. <laughs> and then if like, you get what? <laughs> fifty in a row, they give you a giant wooden penis to hang down between your legs. <laughs> <laughs> I am man. It just like a like a straps around the bags to strap on. <laughs> like, wow, he got fifty. <laughs> he got Impressive. fifty in a row. I think that the record was I forget. I forget who I was talking to. Someone said like eight hundred or something. Yeah, and it's after every after every fifty, you get like a two minute break. I could man, that was like even just swinging as you know, really giving it my all for the ten in the row, ten in a row. Like I could feel the adrenaline rushing through me. You know, when I stopped, yeah. I was like, ooh, I can feel it. Like my body was amped up; it was ready to go. You know, it's like, fun. Man, man. It's it's fun. It's in front of everyone. I've done it in front of. Uh, I I got I got the. Uh, the star once, yeah. I think. Yeah. Whatever, two, three years ago. Yeah, the five in a row or whatever. Yeah. It's it, it's exciting. It's a lot about technique. Fun. People don't know. Yep. I mean, if you know how to chop wood properly, you can probably do it. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, really, it's just about, like, getting that full swing and then, you know, 
just bringing it down fast. Even, down. even like the very last, um, like four feet or five feet, you have this kind of almost like a whip at the bottom, right? You bring it around and then it's like, a, mm -hmm. bam. And you know, that just, you're just getting that speed of the head, the head speed. So it swings around, yeah. and, you know, it's, it's like a, any, any slingshot or any, um, right. Trebuchet thing, right? There's the bottom is your, uh, pivot point i guess you'd say right your hands yeah. attach you go all the way down to the bottom of that hammer and or mm -hmm. axe then your hand is up towards the head of whatever you're doing and then you just slide it down as you're swinging over top yep. and connect and it, and it, it to the bottom your two right fists. And, and it multiplies that, that force yeah that's that launching force so i mean you can grab the bottom and just go for it but like a like a broad axe but you're right it's, it's just a simple technique thing that helps yeah, exactly. You bring that around, and as you're coming down, as your hand's sliding down, it's multiplying all mm -hmm. that, all that, uh, that like force, right? It's just bam, and you get that last whip. Yeah, right. So, yep. Yeah, I think did I post that to? I think I posted that to Facebook or something or Instagram. I think the video that Nicole took. I was like, yes, way to meet. Show me how impressive I am. <laughs> That's right. I pay ten dollars to show off. Five dollars actually. Wow. <laughs> two extra dollars for all 10 and then you get that cool hammer necklace and it was like <laughs> it's like 10 20 30 50 like the hammers just get bigger you know like by mm -hmm. the end you're wearing like a hammer that's like four inches long and oh it's yeah like two and a half inches across or whatever <laughs> so that's what you hang between your legs no. yeah. So, so yeah I, no I, I saw someone once do was doing that and then but everyone had to keep like mm -hmm. investing in him like people in the crowd were like yeah they had to money. keep paying right and I was like, well, that's BS. Like, yeah, right. whatever. You can you can go on for as long as you want, but like, you got to pay for every one. It's not like it's it's not like a after you get past thirty, you just keep going until you can't go anymore, right? Because then, yeah. yeah, it's like impressive, but that's that's money that the guy's just losing because you're just there taking up his time. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe it should be like after that, every fifty is like ten bucks, you know. So if you can go. But even that, you know, and then that's why would you do that? I guess, yeah, that makes sense, right? Fifty cent bucks. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess Every... they don't want you just hogging up the time. Yeah. Right. Hitting three hundred yeah. things and it's not making any money. Right. Yeah, they're happy for you to hog up the time, time, and get everyone interested in the game. But right, you know, they you got to pay for it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so that was uh, that was fun, and that was like you know. I guess the whole idea is like what type of games and stuff we would do for a bow, uh, an archery tournament, a day long archery. Yeah, tournament. all that that'd be great. I mean, yeah. legally, I don't know how you get it done. Like gambling and games and stuff. Maybe if you don't right. give away actual cash and it's just right. prizes, maybe that's maybe yeah, that's the angle. And I, I we'd have to get somewhere who would, someone or some where who would let people camp. Right. Yeah, because you can't. I think. I think some of the at least like the raffle stuff is you can't like, I don't know. No, you can, you can have people buy a raffle. You just like, apparently you can't give away something to like Patreon members only or something. It's gotta be like no purchase necessary. Uh, yeah. Right. That's right, the whole right. thing. But then when people do raffles or waffles or they're trying to call it to get around it, you have to buy, you know, you buy five bucks to hopefully get the thing at the end when they draw it. So yeah, so if anyone owns a campground in Maryland, we <laughs> love to come and host and have a bunch of people come and camp. Maybe we maybe we go up and uh, do it at at uh, Adrian's place up in PA. Oh, that's like, true. Do it along with her. Friends maybe the... we, yeah, friends of the farm. 
Yeah. I know. We really wanted to do that this year. I forget. What was it? There was something, some reason why neither of us could do it. There, you couldn't, you had to sail and I was working. It just all, and there was something. Yeah. um, What's that? Something something family, there was some family stuff. We were like camping or something or, yeah. It just, it was a lot. It just hit at once. But, yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe we'll talk to her. That'd be cool. Yeah, right. Exactly. Even if, even if we just do it like, you know, do it as part of her thing for the first year and then if a lot of people are interested in it you know then do it as like a, a bigger event or we just you know i don't know yeah we'll see that'd be cool or just do it at her thing like hey friends because friends of whatever friends on the farm the aoc archery tournament and then you have an archery tournament in the middle right yeah because yeah. then then we already have the weekend right we don't have to we don't have to run the whole weekend we can just do our part <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then hopefully uh going back to making bows Hopefully next year I'll be doing a bow making demo at Maker Camp. So I reached out to Austin from the Blackthorn Resort who runs Maker Camp and um, let him know that I had I had gotten some interest from the community on possibly doing something at Maker Camp with um you know with bows and so uh, he got back to me pretty quickly and said like you know it sounds like an awesome idea I'm all for it but unfortunately at this point because this was like two and a half weeks ago um, at this point it's just too late add something to the schedule. I have like no room and it's just, everything's already full. So he's like, but let's definitely like talk about it and keep it in mind for next year. Cause he thought it was a cool idea. So yeah. Right on. So yeah. So whatever, whatever we do, I mean, you know, the great thing about maker camp is that you can try a lot of the stuff, but I think just like doing demo, showing what I'm doing, talking about it, even if it's just for like an hour, you know, one day or whatever. And just, you know, maybe, maybe I'll, I'll bring some bows or something. We could buy some, uh, I don't know, like get some, some I mean, medium weight, you know, cheapy bows and have a bunch there for people to shoot. Yeah. That, and, 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 you know, if you're, <clears throat> if you're tillering, I mean, maybe you could finish mm-hmm. a bow there. Yeah. Right. I so could bring Friday, Friday, you know, just have it almost, not almost, <clears throat> but have it where it's ready to be tillered. Right. And then Ooh. you're just tillering and talking to people. Yeah. And then I shoot a flaming arrow into the maker burn. finish the bow and then use the bow to shoot the arrow (laughs) i go to shoot it the bow breaks arrow hits the ground or it goes past the thing (laughs) and it hits you know one of the drunk um (laughs) one of the campers campers. in their in their uh their golf carts golf carts Um, so oh my god so okay so we'll go back to maker camp well maybe we'll end with that yeah, but yeah. let's talk about the bow video that we've been talking about for two months, and it's yeah. finally out and available. So if you don't know, go check it out. Dustin yeah. makes not one but two one hundred pound war bows. Um, we get the breaking on camera, and then yep. we have a big tournament at the end. Tournament, yeah, in quotes with just friends and family, and everyone had a good time shooting, except for you know me. And, and, you know, I think everyone else had a good time. Yeah. 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 It was definitely a good time. And I think, you know, it was fun to capture it all. And, uh, yeah, it was a great way to end the video and use the Mm -hmm. bow for the first time. Mm -hmm. And I know we took some inspiration from the, uh, the hatchet video, you know, the making the bushcraft axe video at the end. We (laughs) meet, it was like, I forget whose birthday it was. Somebody's birthday was yours or was it something, some reason why we were all getting together at mom and dad's house, uh, which is now your house. Um, but 
yeah, and then we we had like a target set up when we were throwing, you know, axes and stuff and hatchets and and then had that at the end of the video and people loved it. Like we got tons of comments on it, you know, like people were all about it or you know, either people loved it or some people hated it. You're like, "Oh, it was either like, yeah, beers and beers and throwing axes, that's a great idea or beers and throwing axes, great idea." You know? Right. right. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I don't know which ones are positive or negative because they, they right. all said the kind of the same thing. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like what emoji do they use? Like, well, <laughs> you tell me if you've had four beers and there's a throwing axe and a target. What would you yeah. do? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're going to go play. <laughs> and just because you didn't film yourself. <laughs> just, right. No, yeah. it was great. So, yeah, we inspired yeah. ourselves there and then to right. decide. <laughs> and it was the 100th video. So I was like, let's make it special at the end. Yeah. And it really. Let's spend um, like all day, you know, do a really awesome long <laughs> shoot. <laughs> yeah. Let's have Which, fun with it and all have yeah. a good time. And then have plenty of time to do it. And that didn't. Oh. <laughs> we had no yeah. time to do it no yeah um, so the day that we were gonna do it the saturday which we had lots of time we just we didn't have enough people like not enough people could do it on that day yeah. so then we we were like all right well we got to do it because this video has got to come out so we did it on tuesday after work and now that it's like you know the middle end of september it gets dark by i guess what seven fifteen, seven thirty. yeah yeah so we're like oh, just busting ass trying to get there on time and then get things set up. And unfortunately, you know, our friends and family were there. They helped set up. You know, I think dad and mom helped do you know, like a bunch of the setup for you earlier in the day. And then our brothers were there and some friends and they all helped. And then, you know, run, tried to almost killed Tom, you know, had him going up and down, moving the GoPro. <laughs> and he's like, I got to sit down. I'm feeling lightheaded. <laughs> it's like drinking too many beers. And <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that. That bike works great, but yeah. if you're going uphill in a field, yeah, it's not doing much. It, I mean, it's doing right. a little bit. It's doing a lot, but you're doing a lot of work too. You're doing. You know? You're really yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so you're really pumping to get back uphill, right? Yeah. Yeah, you need a you know like a motorcycle in that situation. I know. I know. <laughs> but yeah, so it was it was cool. You know, we did the whole end of the bow video tournament, which. You know, we ended up getting all the shots we got and got some really cool silhouette shots, which ended up being the uh, the thumbnail, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then, you know, got it all out. And um, <laughs> so we're, like, getting ready. This is, uh, let's see. We you've, you've got everything edited. You were, like, I guess earlier in the week you you were saying that you were pretty much done, and you were like, well, when should we put it out? And I was really busy on like multiple nights in a row. So I was like, well, the first night that I'm really available to do a live uh, premiere, which is what we wanted to do, was Sunday. So we're like, okay, Sunday at six o'clock, we'll do the premiere. Um, so I started like putting that information out. Like we're going to do Sunday at six o'clock. I did it like on Facebook and Instagram and I did multiple posts all talking about the premiere, trying to build it up. Um, then I did like, we did the, I did the virtual craft festival on Saturday, which I made, um, the leather handle, the grip for the bow during that, um, live virtual craft festival. And I talked up the, like, all right, tomorrow night, you know, tomorrow at six o'clock, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. And then on Sunday you had, you had like, got it all finished Saturday night, started uploading it Sunday morning. And then because, you know, 
it takes time to upload things like the video uploaded, but once it uploads, then it has to go into, then it uploads in the different, um, qualities. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what's it? Three, three sixty, three twenty, or whatever. First it starts and, at like one sixty, then three something, then four, right. then seven, eight, uh, then, then 1080, then 1080. 720, 1080, and then 4k last. Right. And yeah, and we were getting closer to our time. It was like, I think three thirty or something. And you were like, well, it, it's finished uploading, but it's still, it hasn't uploaded, you know, higher quality yet. Like maybe we should push the time back. And then it was getting closer. And you're like, maybe we, you're like, you know, and you and I are going back and forth just through text. And I'm like dying because I've already been like telling everybody it's going to come out. I'm hyping it up. I've been working for like multiple days to get it hyped. Um, which is what we like talked about doing. And then, and now we want to like not put it out the time we're going to do it. I'm like, that's going to kill it. Like all these people are waiting, you know, ideally, hopefully people are waiting. And so I was like, I just want to get it up. You know, I was like, I don't want to wait any longer. So we ended up waiting an hour. We pushed it back because it was getting close to six. I was like, I'll push it back an hour, but I don't want to go tomorrow. I'd rather just like, you know, for however many people are going to premiere it with us, which I'm assuming is probably going to be less than 100 because that's kind of around, you know, our, our live streams are in the like 80, 90, you know, 70, something like that range. Mm-hmm. Those people, they'll watch it. It's more about the premiere. It's more about hanging out and getting that like community interaction. So let's just do it. And you're like, all right, fine. <laughs> you, I like your comment. You were like, I wouldn't watch it in 380 or 320. You're like, and I was like, well, I had already, oh. already had, well, I had my mindset that I, if it was put out, like I couldn't even, I couldn't even sit there and watch it. Right. Like it, it hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> to see it go out like that. That was right. my thing because we I took, we took, I took so much time to edit this one, yeah. especially this one. Right. And we shoot in 4K and everything. It was a lot slower with 4K and to yeah. put it out like ten times lower quality. Right. It just hurt me to watch it. Like none of yeah. this looks like it should. Right. So I was like, yeah. well, whatever, you can do it. Like, okay. I mean, yeah. I know, I could tell you were like, you're like, I'm not going to be home anyway. I'm not watching it. I was like, oh, yeah. man. I was like, all right, well, whatever. I'm going to get out. So, and I yeah, I think I watched it at like 5.30 or watched part of it, the, the intro. And it was, it was like super blurry in the background. I was like, ugh. I was like, yeah, we got to at least push it back an hour. We got to, like, let's give it a chance. So we pushed it back an hour. I put a you know I put a um, message up on Instagram and Facebook. It's like it's gonna come out soon. We're gonna push it back an hour. We're trying to get some higher quality. It's pretty shitty, but if not, we're just gonna have to all enjoy each other's company more than we are enjoying the quality of the video. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it will and you know it will upload to the higher quality, but or processing that's what we're waiting for. So so we we postpone it and I'm hanging around waiting twiddling my thumbs trying to figure out what I'm going to do and you know trying to get it set up too cuz the premiere we had to like I couldn't set it up on my phone I had to set it up up on a computer so I got that worked out and um and uh yeah and then like got it all figured out and then about 6:45 47 something like that I'd like checked on the processing again and it was like all 1080 was there and all 4K was there it was done I was like, holy crap. And I like texted you. I was like, it's all there. It's all high quality. We got it all. And you were like, no way. I was like, yep, I'm looking at it right now. I was like, yes. So I had, I literally parked in front of the house when that message came. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, it like, it took all the stress off on me. Cause I knew you were stressed. Like I, I could tell by like the way we were talking back and forth. Like you did not want to put it out in that quality. And I did not want to wait another day. Like, I was like, no, we can't. We're going to lose all these people who want to watch it. And maybe not like who knows, but, but it was, it was great. And then it was so much fun. Like I really enjoyed doing the premiere. We got to do that more often. That was great. It was just like people hanging out. I think at one point I saw 80 people like in just hanging out, like everyone's chatting and talking about stuff and commiserating with the broken bow and, <laughs> you know, like talking about like asking questions about bow making and, you know, just, and then there were people that were there from the virtual um, craft festival from the day before, day before, which was really cool. So it was great. Nicole was sitting right next to me and she was chatting and we're all like, enjoying the video and our friends were texting me and I know your friends were texting you. So it was like all these conversations and things were going on and it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. It worked out. Yeah. Um, that was super fun. Yeah. And was, the video is great. Like it's, yeah. you did an awesome job. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I, I was happy with it. I mean, the intro I was happy with that we shot, yeah, which was yeah. after the, the tournament. After the archery. Funny enough. Yep. Mm-hmm. We still were like, oh, let's shoot one more thing. Because we were going to try to do that intro um, the same day we did the tournament. I was like, I'll get there a little early. We can shoot that intro thing, and then we'll do. <laughs> but then I couldn't yeah. get there earlier. And and then even if I did, we wouldn't have had time to do it. Like so. And then you were like, hey, let's, you know, what about Tuesday afternoon? You're good? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Let's do it. You know, like. So, yeah, we shot that, which was, that was cool. That was fun. It was just like you and me and Corinne with, with three, uh cut out soldiers you know just like in yeah, the that's woods fun. that reminds me of being a, being a kid going into the woods and shooting stuff like yeah hey i mean that's something i would do a lot as as a kid mm-hmm. ever since drew well our parents had a camcorder but then maybe in middle school yeah sixth grade i think um drew had a camcorder and i remember him shooting something for school, for his college at the time. They had to do right. a video project. And it was... There was this scene where... where oh, no, okay, wait. We... <laughs> I had been making videos before then, because Drew asked for my help. Like, uh, hey, you guys do these movies all the time. You want to do, like... Do one of your goofy movies for this project. Right. I was like, yeah. But we had always kind of... We had done it... Record, stop record, next shot. Mm-hmm. Record, stop record, next shot. Like we didn't, there, we had no editing software. It was just right, like, yeah. So when you played it back, that was the movie. That was it. it. Was just so, you just did it in order of the scenes you wanted. Right. <laughs> so and yeah. then there, was, Drew was like, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do this shot where you guys run back and forth, and then come in from different angles." And stuff. It's like the classic like comedy scene where it's a long hallway, yeah. And they come in and out through different doors, right? And just obviously by editing, you can have them come in and out of any door you want, and it's right. like it's goofy and funny. And that's what Drew explained to me, and that was like a huge light bulb. I remember like understanding what editing was right then. <laughs> that's great. You know, I was like, oh, <laughs> so yeah, you can take it and then use anything you want, and sw- you know, like it, it just clicked. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I didn't understand. I was like, well, if I stop and I come in here, like, how's it going to work? It won't look right. You know, he's like, well, no, I'll just, I'll edit it, you know, in in a different, um, 
you know, nonlinear way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so then, yeah, that uh, that got it all going. But what, what was my original true? point? Uh, about the, like, going out and being in the woods and feeling like... Oh, oh. right. So that us just going out, you know, that's just classic right. fun to go out and be goofy and, like, right. have a general idea of the shots you need to get. But, like, yeah. hey, what about over here? We're, like, walking with Corinne and you. Like, this is kind of cool. This is a nice spot. And you're, like, right. you're just going around. Yeah. Thinking of camera angles and how it's going to look right, you know. And yeah, you had an idea of, like, you, you, had, you already had the storyboard in your mind. You know, you knew, right. like, I want to do this and this and this, and we want to set it up so it looks like this kind of slow motion action scene where mm-hmm. – you pop out of the behind from behind the trees and you shoot these guys that are walking by, you know, using the right. bow. And then, and then because in the middle of the video, we had that interaction with one of the soldiers as well, which is just fun, you know? So you got them like in the beginning and in the middle. And then at the end we're doing the tournament and then we're shooting at the soldiers at different distances and stuff. Yeah. But that was fun. You know, cause, cause, you know, unlike those first videos, we didn't shoot that thing in order. You know, we were like, okay, you're like, I had these few shots. We shot it in more like convenience order, right? It's like, okay, yeah, well, yeah. We, we'll have these shots. Let's set this up and we'll do the walking shots first and we'll do a few of them. And then, you know, and then we'll get these shots over here of you shooting. And then, you know, we'll figure out what we want to do. And then we'll get a shot of, you know, you, like you were like the shot of me, like drawing and zooming in so you could see me and the arrow flying by at different speeds. And so... It was yeah, that was fun. It's it fun like out, making making like a mini movie in like yeah, it, you know, no, it, it an came hour. Out really, really good with with yeah. just the the lighting the way it was. Like we had the light, yeah. Like we had one spot lined up, and then I don't know if you backed up or maybe I was like, hey, what if we back it up down? I think I was looking down the hill next to the river, and I could see how sunny it was. Right. Yeah. Like the sun had oh, just that's come right. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, that's nice down there. Like yeah, let's that's get right. That. You did say back up down there. Yeah. Uh huh. And sure enough, oh man, that might be one of my favorite shots we've ever done. That pushing in on you as you pull the like as the I lighting is, is perfect. Like you couldn't, yeah. it looks like movie lighting, right? It's like <laughs> all the stuff in the background's lit up. Uh-huh. You're perfectly kind of edge lit. Your your face yep. and your hands lit well because Corinne had the bounce board on you. Yep. And, yeah. And and that shot, it was like I'm right an inch away from where the arrow is, and Corinne's. A few in, like a foot on the other side, right? <laughs> and and at first, Dustin was just like, "I oh, will not, right. I, 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 I definitely won't shoot it. Like, there's right. no way I'll let it go." And I, I said, "I was just like, well, just don't knock it, like, right. take it off the the bowstring and kind of hide it in your fingers, you know? Right. So, so it's yeah. So I'm actually pulling the string back and drawing because I like right. I was going straight, literally at like your face, and then just right next to your face, and then Corinne's on the other side of you. So like, you guys are only what, two feet apart." And then I'm like drawing this, you know, hundred pound war bow with an arrow on it, just looking right at both of you. Right. Yeah. So I just had it like I had my fingers on the string and I'm drawing back and just the knocking point just wasn't on the string. It was just between my fingers yeah. next to the string, you know, so right. it was so even, it wasn't even in front of it. Like if the bow slipped out of my fingers, it wouldn't right. have grabbed it. It would have been, you know, I had the, I had the just sit next to it. So actually if you, you know, from pretty much any direction you look at it, it looks like it's attached because it's next to the string. Yeah. yeah, so that was that's a weird thing to do too, to like draw back on it, and I'm also pinching the arrow there. It's like I'm just not used to that thing, so I had to do it a couple times to get the feeling of it. <laughs> you know, because it wants to like I want to just pull a string back without thinking about that and doing that, just that little bit of friction on the arrow over my hand and on the on the next to the handle, it, re- it wanted to pull the arrow out from between my fingers, so I had to like pinch down a little harder and draw back and and hold it yeah. in place so it wasn't wiggling or anything, you know. <laughs> and that was cool. So that came yeah. that came uh 
that came in handy. Um, yeah. Can I, can I do an early recommendation now? I guess because I really have one planned out. Sure. Yeah. Years are always better anyway, so people <laughs> wait wait for Dustin's at the end. Um, <laughs> but if you're looking for music for content, yeah. uh, Muse, M-U-S-E, open.com. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, a, a website where they take a lot of recordings of uh, classical music and stuff like that. So obviously you have to have that type of thing in mind kind of when you're mm-hmm. doing a project, but a lot of stuff works well with certain... There's definitely times and even any... It, I mean, it always works. Classical music is just so emotional anyway. Right. Yeah. Right? So it's... Yep. it's it. I mean, they had to tell a story. Obviously, a lot of it was backed by opera and all different types of stuff. So a lot of them, just the, the feeling is there for something... Right. You might want to do, but a lot of it is, it's all free to have. I mean, you need to sign up and you can do like 10 a day for free. Like you can download 10. Right. And then, uh, certain ones are, you can look and it will tell you like copyright use, but with permission and with, you know, you have to write something in it or copy or use free use, but you can't use it for commercial. But then a lot of them are, you can use them any way you want. Right, yeah, and open that's source, open, yeah. open source stuff. So that's all what I used for the intro. There's one spot in the middle. I think it's the second time lapse. I did like a harpsichord. <laughs> nice. Did you remember, yeah, in the middle. Yeah, like, uh-huh. yeah, like yeah. some fast harpsichord. Because funny enough, I had come home. Here's the thing. Two reasons I was I was so late on the editing. Um, right. I I did well multiple reasons. One was I kept re-editing the intro. Mm. I spent so yeah, much time on it. Because I feel like it was like two or three days before there. You were like, all right, it's done. We can put it up anytime. And I was I like, kept, all right, how about I, Sunday? I, yeah. <laughs> I kept re- re-editing that, um, trying to get it right, and moving stuff around. Because I did have a few shots that I were extra shots, and I didn't know if I could fit them in or not. Right, um, yeah. Or I also didn't know. I had this storyboard in my head, but it could have gone either way. You could have been first, or we <clears throat> right. see you. And then right. we see the people walking, or the opposite, or you know, like you can kind of right. switch some of those around. Um, uh, the second reason was <laughs> this was all on me. I <laughs> the two days before I was like, all right, I got to edit today. I'm watching my daughter when she goes down for a nap. I'll edit. Right when she went down for a nap, I laid down in bed and. <laughs> Went for a nap. <laughs> messing on my phone. I was like, I'll be here for like 10 minutes. And then two hours later, I woke up. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and then I had to, that was when I had to go to work. And then the last time was um, I got, well, I was like, okay, after work tonight, all I got to do is like quality control it and get mm-hmm. it uploaded. So then it can upload overnight and be ready. And that actually would have worked if I could have get it, got it uploaded that night. Right. Or at least yeah. started it. Those hours actually would have probably worked out where it would have been ready. Um, but baseball went, the game went until 1130, I think. Right. That baseball game down in the city. So I'm 45 minutes away. So I got home around 1230. And usually, I, I mean, I was hoping I'd be yeah. home at 11, you know. Right. So yep. it was 1230. And then I started working on it. And stupid, too. In the middle, I was like, right when I started editing, I was like, maybe I'll... I'll I'll edit. I'll do a little song here for this little bit. So I started playing music around. Then, like thirty minutes, and I was like, "What am I doing? Like, why? I'm out of time." 
<laughs> so I so I did that and I kept working on it, kept working on it, and then finished it. And then I exported nice. it. So yeah. I exported exported. I exported, exported at four thirty. Whew. On I guess Sunday morning, Jeez. and I woke up at eight <laughs> to watch it. Oh man! <laughs> and it's a forty-five minute video. And then I, mm-hmm. um, it was uh, me and my daughter. So my yeah, wife was at right, work. Yeah. So I, and then I'm getting her up <laughs> and finishing. And then I started the upload right before I left for work. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. Like I was like, well, we got whatever eight hours. That's it. Yeah, right. So hopefully, for one, hopefully the upload's okay. Sometimes <laughs> there's issues. You know, you got to, I usually, well, I always, other than this last one, I, I double check it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you um, upload it and then wait. And then it's like, all right, everything's up and ready. Wait, we got and, all quality. Well, and then, and now it's and then, I, yeah. then I watch it. I double check. I watch yeah. it, make sure there's nothing issues there. And then, so at least it. It, there wasn't issues that would have really, right, really messed up. So at right. least there wasn't any editing yeah. issues or any upload issues. It's just it wasn't uploading in time. So right. So that's Those this are... premiere was like the premiere. <laughs> it was like the mm-hmm. first time it was actually watched for real on YouTube. You know, like in full quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Even for you, that's cool, man. Well, Crazy. no, I'd wa- I'd watched it. No, I know. I just mean like full quality after the upload. You know. Yes. Yep. Right. I mean, obviously, yeah. You have it, right? You've watched the whole thing, the whole edit, and everything all the way through. Yeah. So I'm I'm done with it now. <laughs> I've seen it enough times. times. It's always yeah. I'm always kind of sick of them by the time I'm done. I mean, I'm happy with them. I'm not right. like a downer on myself. I'm not that one of those people. I don't think yeah, you are right, either. Yeah, where it's have, like, yeah. Oh, this sucks. This isn't good enough. Like I'm really happy with it. Right. But I'm I'm done with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen it enough. Yeah. It's out there. Yeah, it's like once you let it go, you're like, all right, here it is. It's out there. It's on its own. Hopefully the old man in the sewer turns on our pipes and we get all the views. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we yeah. haven't got crazy views, but who knows? We were talking about different ways. Maybe we can. Maybe we need to start doing more shorts or yeah, uploading reels to Instagram and just, or, you know, I, 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 who knows? But it's, yeah. I'm glad it's out there and a lot of people are yeah. saying, liking it. And, and yeah, it's absolutely. just, I'm glad when we do big good chunk videos like that that they're out there like, right. like, like cool no matter what yeah. even if it gets 10,000 views in its lifetime that's a lot of people who are going to check right. it out and I'm, I'm happy with that yeah 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 I agree and you know obviously we wanted to do well and our other the other two bow videos have done really well and uh and there's and they continue to grow you know that's the thing they like do well and they stay doing well so I think this one will just have that same trend. It might like the other ones went up pretty quickly. You know, it had a lot of views right away and this one hasn't had that so much, but you know, it's, I, I don't, I don't foresee that it's going to slow down at all because with two of our, you know, the other two of our bow making videos on our channel, both do really well, you know, those millions of people that are watching those are going to be hopefully watching the third bow video on our channel. So, right. We need to put it out as like the, um, the trilogy, Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hickory, Osage, and then a war bow, you know? Yeah. The trilogy. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much all the, all the stuff. I mean, yeah. I'm glad you were happy about with it. I mean, it seemed like a lot of people were happy with it. Um, you made a great, yeah. a really awesome bow. Yeah. You said shoots you. really nice. and, and Oh yeah. It, Super nice. Yeah. That's, and that was actually kind of surprising. Like I know, you know, 
I knew it looked well and you know, it had a good bend, but I've had other bows that look great and they have good like limb bend and everything. And they just, and they have like a lot of hand shock or something, you know, but this one, I think because I took the time and I straightened the limbs and I got them, you know, pulling really evenly and like, and also flexing and, and shooting evenly then makes a difference in that, in that, like the, the softness of the feeling of shooting the arrow from it. Like it's got a lot of power to it, but when I let it go and it, you know, there's not a lot of hand shock, which is like, as the, the bowstring stops, the limbs are still vibrating or they're vibrating in your hand. And that's, you know, and it just doesn't have that. This is really nice. Just like, thump, you know, it just shoots well and it's smooth and yeah, it's, it's fun. It's a fun bow to shoot. I'm really excited about having it. And I thought like I would maybe, uh, work it down further, you know, and like take some of the draw weight off and maybe depending on how, how it bends over the years, if, it, if for some reason it starts to hinge or seem weird, then I can always remove some weight and then have a perfectly usable bow at, you know, 80 or 70 or 60 or however far I need to take it. Uh, but it is because it shoots so well now, I definitely am not going to be changing it for the foreseeable future. So, and it's right, just a novelty yeah. too, you know, having that yeah, thing cool that it's that. like, that super high draw weight and let people try it out and see what it feels like. You know, it's, it's fun. I get to prove yeah. my wife wrong. <laughs> She's like, can you even shoot that? It's like, yeah. what's wrong with you? You see me. <laughs> of course I can shoot. <gasps> hundred pounds right over my head. Seinfeld line. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's You're strong. Yeah. He's, he, I've seen him. He lifts a hundred pounds right over his head. <laughs> Elaine's trying to talk him up. <laughs> yeah. He's stocky. Um, so I reached out to some folks on Instagram today and Facebook just to maybe, uh, dr you know, kind of drum up a few more comments and quotes and questions, things that uh, we'd like to read on the podcast. But I would like to go through some. Um, I got a couple um, through that. And then I also have a bunch, obviously, on YouTube. Um, so we'll read some of those out. Uh, the Let's see. So the first person actually asked, um, this was, I think, maybe the first comment was awesome will you include the pdf notes and actually they're all in caps so it's more like awesome will you include the pdf notes <laughs> <laughs> and that's from craig fierce um and those notes on making the bow are on instagram and i can repost them but um, they're not you know the dimensions are for a bow that's somewhere between 45 and 65 pounds uh depending on how far you take it down so so it's not the full um you know what I did, so I like left it really yeah. high. But I, but those are there, and I can repost them if people are interested. I mean, if you want a heavy bow, a sixty-pound bow is really heavy. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot to pull back. So don't feel like oh, I need this super bow. A sixty-pound no. is a super strong bow. Like anywhere. that's what yeah yeah me as like you know six feet and two hundred and sixty pounds. You know two hundred and seventy pounds, depending. Like. And, and a fairly muscular dude that's like pulling a 60 to 65 pound bow, you know, shooting it on a, on like a, an archery range doing that a couple hundred times. It, it, you know, it takes a toll. It's a lot. It's a lot of weight. It's a lot of weight to hold, you know, because a self bow, it's not, it's not a compound bow. It's not like you're releasing out of that weight. You're drawing back and you're holding that weight and taking those like two or three seconds to aim and then shooting. That's, you know, it's a lot. So. Yeah, so, hundred pounds yeah. is a lot. <laughs> up on Instagram, check that out. Yeah, um, Ben Wheaton, our cousin, who was there hanging out. We've had him on the podcast. He's a lot of uh, medieval scholar. Um, 
he said, looks good. It's great. Thank you, Ben. And he hung out during the, <laughs> during the premiere. Appreciate it. <laughs> nice. No, he was uh, great. I, I was reaching out to Yeah. Sorry. I was reaching out to him during the, um, during painting them and stuff. Actually, I'd asked him, I'm like, hey, what's a right. group of 10 guys look like? What do you think? What would they? And oh, he kind right. of, he gave me a, a mixed, well, let's go do this and this and this. And, um, oh, cool. And then I actually showed him some pic reference photos, like, hey, what, something like this. Does this look okay to you? And he was like, yeah, those look cool. Those look fine. Nice. Like, it was, Good. I think he was. Yeah. Cause he would know, right? That's like his specialty obviously it's he's like manuscripts and stuff but and translating from different you know different languages into latin or out of latin <laughs> but you know but he knows all the history from all the different time periods and and those like medieval battles and stuff and so so yeah I, cool. I i had been talking to him a lot and then i told him like hey it's finally coming out yeah so he did he stopped in and said hello yeah, which is really cool. Um, so another question, this was a kind of question slash comment from Lundy's Den. Um, and they said, you heard a crack before it went, question mark. Then why overdo it? Why? So his, I guess he assumed that maybe I heard it crack before it actually went all the way. And I definitely did not. Mm -hmm. um, so my response was like, unfortunately, I didn't. I wish I had heard a crack because I would have stopped. And the reason why I know that is because at the same time, I was working on that bow. Nicole and I were working on her bow and we did hear a crack while we were drawing it back to like to string it at one point. So, you know, we had been tillering it and then I went to string it and we heard it. We heard a small crack as I was stringing it. So we stopped, we found where the crack was and we covered that with some, with some, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, rawhide. You know, we kind of put a rawhide patch on that little spot. You know, we kind of scraped away a little bit to see how far down it went, if it was just a layer that was around the yeah. knot or what, and, you know, so. Yeah. And if there was a crack in that one, we probably would have done the same thing because we had to finish it. <laughs> right, yeah. If there's yeah, a little so, something that you hear and you're not sure where it is, yeah, try to patch it up. Try to, yeah, maybe yeah, if it was just Dustin on his own, maybe he wouldn't continue, maybe he would. Right. But uh, you kind of just got to power through. And, yeah, unfortunately, I had already purchased the rawhide backing because um, I had thought about it. I was like, yeah, this, you know, at a bow this weight, rawhide backing is not going to hurt at all. It might add maybe a few pounds of draw weight just because it's got some, you know, as it dries and it's pulling back, giving some back set. But really, it's it's there because it's the peace of mind that you're adding a continuous piece of material that's, like, well attached to your bow along that edge to keep any little, you know, splinters or anything from forming. Yeah, and so I had already purchased it. So then when we started the second one, I was like, I'm definitely going to put back this one. So then we were like, oh, that's great. You know, we can stop right in the middle. We'll get kind of far along, but then we'll back it, which we included. There was um, there was one guy. I don't know. If, are you going to include the guy who complained about the music? Uh, I can. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll say what. There was one guy. I don't know exactly what he said. Um, right. But I um, mm. entertained a response, like it was too high or something, and like took away. Well, from he said it the music like was too high, yeah, and and yeah. maybe you were talking too much over it, and there was like a, you know, the music <clears throat> under your voice was too high, right? Yeah, and that is a balancing act. But I think I got it right, but he, but he also said something like, maybe keep it to like five words or less, or you're too talkative. I think it was this one, <laughs> and I was gonna respond like, I'm sorry. Thanks for watching. 
Like I was gonna, <laughs> yeah, I was right. gonna respond exactly five words. Oh, right. <laughs> you know, just a little yeah, smartass, right. but a little like. That's how you fight trolls. You're nice, but also it's being yeah. a little bit of a smartass to do a five word response. Right. Exactly. I'm yeah. sorry. Thanks for watching. Like, <laughs> here's your five. Here's your five word response. <laughs> Is this okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what do you do? Trolls are trolls. Um, yeah, we're trying. I mean, I wish I had. That's the one thing I. I wish I had more time or someone to perfect the sound a little bit more. Like you want a sound guy, right? That's why yeah. you have sound guys on everything because they know what to do there and they they know exactly the levels. Yeah, and I know. For I mean, it. yeah, I do a lot of work to keep your vocal levels dust in a certain area and the audio levels in a certain area. Like right. They have, yeah. to, they have to bounce in a certain area. And actually, our the videos are relatively low-ish compared to some other ones, but it's all, like, recommended volumes. Like, I've looked it up. and Yeah. I mean, pe- people blast stuff just like modern music does. Right. Yeah. You know, that's why some you'll have old music and you'll have to, you'll have to really crank it up. It's because modern music is right on the edge of being blown out. Right. Because they always want their tracks to be the loudest. So it's, I feel yeah. like it's a little bit with that with YouTube. Like everyone blasts their stuff out, but really, if you there there they there are recommended decibel levels that vocals should be at and audio should be at, and I really do try to keep them in there. Uh, sometimes I move them around a little bit, but I, I try to keep it in like a what I've heard are good levels. So yeah, no, I agree. Um, all right. So I have another comment, which is kind of fun. This one says you have an awesome amount of self-control. I would have sworn my head off. <laughs> and, uh, there were a few people who mentioned that they were like, how did you keep control in that situation? And all I say is that, you know, there were some choice words that were had off camera, <laughs> but, uh, but in that moment, you know, like I was thinking about like, okay, I'm still on camera. Right. So I can't just like, not do anything or not say anything or just, just turn and start talking to you. Like I'm, you know, I'm being filmed watching this. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I looked at you. I was like, Oh, you know, it's like, no. Okay. So you didn't talk to me. I talked to you. Okay. You, yeah. yeah. So I was like, what was it at? How, how much was like, right. Yeah. (laughs) And I almost like closed captioned myself, but it's like, you can kind of guess what I said by Dustin's response or you can turn it up a little bit. It was it was pretty high. It was turned up pretty loud. Right. That whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, it was great. Just the sound I, of it. The bang. Did I, like, I, I oh. tell you that Maeve jumped. She was watching. It. Yeah, nice. <laughs> During the premiere, <laughs> you like, did oh, say God. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I said this I've said this on the podcast before, but you you sent over that clip before we were finished. It was just like a 5-minute clip of you you building that scene, that anticipation and it was so good, cool with like just the the single burn, yeah, burn that chord that, that builds. Yeah, that might be like, my favorite part of it. I was really happy. That's why I sent it. I usually don't send over chunks to you. You don't. But yeah, I, I was right. so excited by that. Yeah, yeah. Just I, <laughs> I'd worked it out. I was trying for a while to work it out. It's not like. I mean, I'm I'm proud of my editing and shooting, but it, it takes a while to do stuff to figure it out. A lot of it's kind of not blind, but like you know what you want, but you got to keep re changing it up right 
Yeah. God, this kind of works. I need something else. I got need something else. I think that's a lot of craftsmanship, right? It's, yeah. it's continuing until you get a good, a, a really good result. So right. I, I kept, yeah. kept trying, kept re moving things around. Maybe I'd do this, maybe I'll add a zoom. Maybe I need some different music. And that's when I started adding music to it and adding little, right. like those little pling, like those. Yeah, chord hits and stuff just to build it, it up build and, have and, fun. and then have fun yeah. with it. Like then you're like, oh, it's just too much. It's like, no, it's fun. People, yeah, it's kind of you start going like, wait, what? What's going on? Because the music goes from really happy to like, Dustin's almost done to like this weird notes and this weird slide music going up and up and yeah. then. It, <laughs> yeah. It's great, yeah. And then just the amount of time you left in just with this like kind of silence mm-hmm, mm-hmm. afterward. Right. So everyone, and then like showing it again and showing it again, it really like, it plays it up. But I mean, that's the drama. Like that's, <laughs> that's how I was feeling inside. I was like, I'm reliving this over and over again. I'm like, when, you know, what did I do? What did I pull? Like I pulled to 60 pounds and then I was like, well, let me just pull all the way to the, the full 28 inches and see what it looks like. You know, like I didn't have to, because I was still tillering. I knew that the limbs weren't bending right. So I'm like going through these things. Should I not have pulled it? Should I have heard something? You know, so it's just like this continual like thing that goes over and over again that like, and you just build that drama, which is great, you know, because that's that like disaster moment where you're like, shit, you know, like, <laughs> fuck, now what do I do? Like, oh, now I got to start over, right? Because you got to start over. You got to keep going. You can't just stop, you know, like we could have just stopped it, but then that's like, half a video and not a finished bow, you know, all that time and work. Like at that point, I want to make a finished war bow. Like I've already made one, you know, and I need, I want a finished one cause I'm excited about it, you know? So, but I also think like you, you did have over. a second of like, should this just be the end of the video? <laughs> and I think I was like, ah, and then let's just, I mean, this sucks, but this will yeah. make it good at the end. So yeah. let's, let's try to, Right. Let's finish this thing out and uh yeah. do that. I Yeah, it would have been it would have been cool to have that like I don't know. Like a time lapse. We it, it would have only been like 30 seconds, but like of all the work that I did to get back to that position. Cuz that was a lot of work obviously, you know, to get back cuz yeah. like I've said before, I I didn't it's not like I had another stay that was ready to go. I had to go from start from finish, you know, from the beginning. So take the bark off, take the sapwood off, take yeah, the heart, this... you know, go chase a growth ring, cut it down, shape it all the way, you know, to that point. And that was like many days of working many hours. <laughs> so it's like when we're like, okay, we're back and I have my bow back to the same point. And that's like, you know, clips from being broken to being ready to be tillered again to the final thing. That's, that's a lot of, it was a lot of work there, but, uh, you know, that's the one thing I, it would have been nice to have something there. And I even, we talked about it after we lost the footage is like, well, did we like clip in some other footage that just like makes it look like we're doing it? You know, like, and I think, I mean, it, I think it works. Oh yeah. It we, was fine. It, it would right. have added to it, but I think to also come back in and say, here's kind of where it was, where we left off. Right. Um, so just continue with the video. There right. was, and, and it was, Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't think it like, yeah, without it, it didn't lose anything. Right. Mm. It would have been cool to see it. Cause then it, it could have been like this, like real quick, like, you know, like gone through, which is the idea. Right. We talked about that. I was like, well, I'll just get a bunch of stuff and we can time lapse me going from that to that. So, but that's all right. But yeah, that's okay. It's, 
he's done now. Yeah. Um, another question I had, this is kind of cool. So Matt Schaefer asks with, uh, this, with this, with the heat gun, could I do that to straighten a slightly bent ax handle? Um, and there, so my, my mm. comment back to that was about like the wood type, right? Osage really likes to bend with dry heat. Um, other, other woods bend with different, um, kind of situations, right? So most woods like a steam bend, right? So your heat and adding moisture, it gets all that lignin inside the limbs moving around and then you can bend it and let it dry in a new position. Doing that though, then you have to let the bow come back down to, you know, an ideal dryness. So you want to let the limbs bend and dry out some after a while. So that takes some time. And that's the beauty of Osage that Osage likes warm heat or likes uh, dry heat. So you can kind of just like, you don't really have to steam it. You can just do dry. And I've done, I've done oil before and that's really just a surface. That's really just to spread out the heat evenly across the surface because it heats up the oil. Yeah. Um, and I, I will say that in the video, it made it look easy because right. I, I really shortened that down because yep. it was getting long anyway. And, and well, I just had to shorten it down. There was a lot of that. Right. And yeah, with the steam also, and the and measurements and stuff. With, yeah. with with heating it up. No, with, yeah, with with heating it up and um, a little secret about the video is it didn't move much at all while I was there. And we and right. I was there for like two hours almost, I feel like, where you were just going for it. it. Yeah. <laughs> it just yeah. would not move. Um, right. And, and we didn't cheat it. The What you see on the video, the, a lot of the movement was, we think – was it slipping a little bit on the in the vice in the vice right um and 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 dustin later he continued to work after i was shooting to get it a little bit but there still wasn't much movement so the idea was or at least in my editing head was i had to show it right i've got hours of footage of it not moving but i've got one (laughs) clip of it moving a little bit Right, yeah. And then I just jump forward to you going, well, it did move. It looks better now. And then you looking at it the next day. So it was like it was a representation of what happened, but not right. that. That clip necessarily wasn't a lot Wasn't a lot of movement there. There was, right. but it was probably the slipping of the vice. So. Right, yeah. And, and actually, um, so... I think just because the limbs were so thick, they didn't want to, you know, at that point they were still right, really right. heavy. Yeah, so they didn't yeah. want to bend on their own. Yeah, And we were adding weight to the basket to like have it a constant pressure on it. And it moved a little bit, but then just like forcing it, you know, so once it's warm, then you can, you can bend it and it'll move with you. That's why I like when people, you know, will will use a form and they'll clamp it to a form and then bend it as they're warming it and clamp it around right. it because, because right. you can like, and I actually realized that much more when Nicole and I were working on Herbo, like that, that it was moving a ton. And that was just with, with us just like we would heat it for, you know, I don't know, like a hundred passes back and forth, right? You just kind of count to like 25, do the top 25, bottom 25, top 25. And it's warm enough to move. Like you start bending it and it just goes, you know? So, but at that point, you know, we would heat it and then we would force bend it. 
So like kind of going a little bit past, like we, we were trying to put some backset into her bow. So we were heating up one limb and, and then just putting it in between the jaws of the vice and just bending the bow, kind of going, springing it a bunch of times until it was where we wanted it. And, uh, and it there worked really go. well. So I think that's the key too, is that it's usually it's warm enough to bend, but the limbs were just so thick on that one that they just didn't want to bend on their own with the amount of weight that we were pushing in, you right, know, right, and hanging right, on yeah. it. So, because we've done it so, before with the other Osage bow and it really did take a lot of, like it worked really well and just bent yeah. on its own. So. so, yeah. So we will never intentionally fake something, but I think we, we realized later on, I don't know if that was the movement because after that we worked for like an hour and a half and it wasn't moving at all. Like, oh, maybe right. that was the point. I, I, I don't know, but I had to show something. So that's what I showed. Yeah. 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 It worked well. So, yeah. <laughs> so to, uh, to, um, what was his name again? Uh, Matt Schaefer. Uh, you can, like, you could do that with hickory. You can try it with different woods. You can heat them up and see if they bend. You can form them a little bit. I mean, that's how, um, arrows are straightened you know if you're as using you know natural material to straighten out an arrow you're kind of warming it up and straightening but a lot of times you're using a green wood so it already has a lot of moisture inside of it so you're mm -hmm. warming up that moisture yeah. um, dry wood's a little different but uh, if you're doing something like an axe handle which is typically going to be made out of ash or hickory which are both great bow woods um, it you, it may be better to like heat it steam you know steam it so if you get a good bend in the middle of something just get a big pot put some water on put some tin foil over the top of the pot and the part of your handle and just uh kind of steam the middle of it a little bit and then add some weight to it and bend it that way so but you could definitely i mean you could use a heat gun you could oil it or just wet it and then use a heat gun it's worth a try you know yeah all right um let's see i have uh i did find Where's the music one? I found something something about the music. Um, uh, I don't know. But uh, do, 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 let's see. Oh, yeah. You make great videos. Turn the music down a bit. The guitar does hurt the ears a bit. <laughs> Which, again, is funny because, like you said, you put it at the recommended levels. Yeah. No, um, Cam Schmidt says this was cool. It was like three videos in one, and you did an amazing job. So much to say, but I have to work. Keep up the awesome work, which is great. And then I thought about it too. It really is like you know we did, like the whole bow build, and then a second bow build, and then the whole ending thing, you know, with the archery tournament. So all in like forty six, forty seven minutes. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, oh, so this person asked. Um, this is uh, Gwen. Well, Gwelladin, Gwelladin asks, um, so I burnt my, my ball. Landolin? <laughs> Landolin? It's G-W-L-Y-D-D-Y-N. Gwelladin. Gwelladin says, I bought my first longbow some 25 to 30 years ago and still have it. I haven't shot it or even strung it for over 20 years. Should I leave it alone or can I still shoot it? And so um, I did comment. Uh, I responded to that comment on YouTube, but I wanted to kind of bring that up because there, you know, wood dries out over time, especially if you're not using it and re-oiling it and conditioning it. So most likely a bow that's been sitting and not being used for 20 years is going to be pretty dry and probably not worth trying to string unless you take some time to recondition it. So adding some oil to it, 
you know, letting it sit for a while, adding some more oil, maybe maybe warming it up a little bit with a heat gun to get the oil moving through a little bit more freely. Um, you know, you're gonna take you gotta take some time to recondition it. Otherwise, uh, if you try to just string it, it's probably gonna break because it's probably pretty dry and brittle. Um, that being said, if there's sentimental value to it and you don't necessarily want it to break, then just leave it the way it is and make a new bow or buy a new bow. Um, also this person, he didn't, they didn't specify specifically what type of bow it was. Like if it's fiberglass, then it's fine. Like go ahead and shoot it. It's no big deal. If it's, you know, even, even fiberglass laminate with wood is, be, will be fine because the fiberglass is, is all the strength. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's, if it's all wood, you definitely want to be careful about that. And you want to take some time to condition it and bring it back up to like moist, you know, enough that it's going, that it's not going to be brittle. And then, yeah, go ahead and string it and shoot it. If it's not, you know, there's no sentimental value because otherwise it's just sitting there not doing anything. The bow wants to be shot. So (laughs) that's that static energy just waiting to be released. So, yeah. That's right. Uh, Let's see. Um, Let me go. (laughs) This person said, um, this is uh, late, Late Messiah says you should have you should use the other bow half to make a pole lathe. So a pole lathe is a lathe. So a lathe is oh, the yeah. tool that spins wood so you can, you know, form baseball bats or whatever, pens or whatever else you turn on a lathe. Um a pole lathe is the same thing, but it was before uh lathes were powered by motors or engines or whatever, you know, some other form of energy. It's like a so pedal. A, yeah, exactly. Right. So this is like a pole lathe is you basically you have a big spring, a big like long arm of a, of a piece of wood that's springy with a rope attached to it. And that rope is attached to a pulley or a, uh, yeah, I guess a cam or a pulley. And then you basically like push down on a pedal, which is pulling on it and spinning it up when you're pulling on it. And then you release the tension and the springiness of the wood pulls it back up. So you're getting this back and forth. So it spins one direction as you step on it and then you release it and it spins the other direction. So using a pole lathe and you're using like those lathe tools, you can only press into the wood when it's spinning forward or towards you. That's when it's cutting. So you would like step and push in and then you release and let go step and push in. So you're like doing this kind of, this rhythmic cutting and then you have a self-powered lathe um and using half of a bow like that would be a great thing possibly you know attach like <laughs> attach some longer thing to it and then you have this kind of springy uh semi material that being said i've already used the other side of the bow i've already cut it down for the sword for nicole which i talked about last week so <laughs> and you that was funny you actually were on friday you sent me a message you were like what do you say <laughs> like you cut it or no you said you said you destroyed the destroyed bow right. <laughs> no because right. you had listened to the podcast and heard me talk about it <laughs> but yeah i said no out loud listening to the podcast <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> what did you want me to do with it I wanted you to keep it and put it on the wall or have it as a, an artifact of what happened. Yeah. Well, I did, you know, and because it's what, an interesting thing. If someone came to visit right. the shop or people have, or, or someone wants to see stuff like that's right. a really interesting thing to show. I mean, l- luckily you kept the yep. broken part. So, and we right. just hung yeah. it on the wall tonight when we shot, but yeah. So yeah, exactly. The broken, broken from the handle 
out to the limb where it broke and then passed the break by, you know, six inches or so. I still have all that wood and it's all basically in one piece. So you can see the whole broken limb part. And yeah, you hung it on the wall tonight. So it'll be there for everyone to see. And actually that was kind of my idea. I was like, where am I going to hang like a six foot bow in my shop? I don't have any room to hang anything, <laughs> like, let alone a six foot bow. But, you know, I, I could hang it up in the rafters, but no one sees it there. So we would have found yeah. the place. <laughs> sure we would have. Now we but. won't. Now we won't. <laughs> uh, Go Hawks says, um, when that thing disintegrates like the first one, eventually you're going to wish you had safety glasses on my friend. Imagine the first explosion right next to your face. Um, and I didn't respond to him because it was kind of a trolly comment, but, uh, but, but honestly, like I don't wear safety glasses when I'm making bows, right? Because there's not like things flying in the, in the air toward my eyes. Um, and when I'm tillering, I'm not pulling it toward me. I'm pulling, it's pulling it down, right? You know, I, I might string it. And, and when I'm shooting a bow, I don't wear safety glasses. And no one that I know of does either, except for maybe like, you know, professional shooters who are wearing like the shooting glasses because they like take down the, you know, <laughs> reflection or whatever. You know, so, so yeah, I don't you know. know. I, I, yeah. I don't know if this guy was thinking, maybe it was just because like I'm in a shop working and you know, you should always have appropriate PPE on, which I agree hundred percent. And in this situation, it's just not appropriate to wear safety glasses, but I mean, I guess, but yeah, could. it would have sucked. I, yeah. Maybe you could while you're pulling it back and testing it out. Yeah. When you don't know if it maybe right. Okay. The first two times. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. All right. I but, guess whatever. Right. But in that situation, I wasn't right. You know, and by the point where like once I string it and shoot it, it's not like the first time I've ever pulled it back. It's just the first time I pulled it back and released it with an arrow on. Right. So up to that point, I've already tillered it at full brace height, probably 50 times, you know, like pulled it on the tillering tree, if not more than that. And then also have strung it and pulled it myself, like warming up the bow and pulling it, pulling it, and pulling it. So if it's going to break, it would have broken before that point, hopefully. I don't know, yeah. but you never know. So yeah, a little kind of a trolley comment, but you know, maybe it's, maybe it's a wise thing. Maybe I, you know, wear wear safety glasses when I'm <laughs> shooting it for the first few times. I don't know. I just don't ever do. So, right. um, uh, this person, Larry Schmidt says, can you calculate the arrow speed from this bow or do you have a rough idea? And, um, unfortunately I don't, we did think about that and we thought about like, there are some ways to do that where you set up like a checkered background and you shoot it mm -hmm. and then you can calculate how long it goes through if you do mm -hmm. slow motion there's there's ways to do it but no we didn't like maybe um, that's another maybe that's another video where we really like test it out spec wise and have it shoot other things right so yeah. maybe you can see what it does to something like a a watermelon or something compared to another thing. And especially maybe with a bigger arrow or a bigger right. um, yeah. arrow head on it, maybe something old school where they would have bigger, thick um, iron arrowheads, you know, these giant things. Maybe, maybe we could get it to explode some things kind of, but you know, for a yeah. kind of, for a, for a target tip almost going through wood and, there's only he's right you can only see so much you can't really see right. how much damage it's doing compared to yeah. the other bows right right um 
Carlito Carlo said, really pretty bow. In my opinion, you should be using heavier arrows with a heavier iron <laughs> hunting tips with these kind of strong bows. And so he says, the light arrow isn't capable to absorb that much energy of the bow. It will start to flex and really, really bad while, while accelerating. And once it's at the same speed of the release of the bow, it will stop to absorb any more energy. So the heavier arrow would be able to absorb more energy and also would decrease deflection and also increase range. So that's actually a, a really good comment. So he's saying like with a heavier, stronger arrow, it, it will not flex as much. So it's going to take more of that energy uh, and be yeah, able to shoot yeah. it. So with a heavier arrow, a stronger arrow, I could have shot it further and right. the, with a heavier tip. Right. So that is, that is one thing we noticed was it didn't shoot yeah. much farther than the other bows or than my bow i did right not significantly you like not twice right. as far it, it, it right. shot farther right for my, my bow is a 45 pound bow and dustin's is the 100 pound bow so we thought it would definitely go past way past where mine went and it didn't yeah go significantly farther right and maybe have gone so maybe that's went a quarter a, the distance yeah no or that's a really good know. that's a really good comment yeah, I really like that one. So yeah, that's great. That's a great idea, and I, I want to get some some nice wooden arrows for it as well. So that way, I'm shooting the appropriate arrows out of it, <clears throat> but I don't have it yet. So cool. No, that'd be great. Yeah, we could do that. That could be a video. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. we still have soldiers to shoot at and things like that. We could like replace their heads with pumpkins. That'd be kind of funny. Or, or, or yeah, yeah, or right, exactly. You know, just, yeah, <laughs> that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. And, uh, and the last comment I got, this is from Reaper Metalworks. Um, he just says, I'm here to say that is a badass project that you took on. Um, oh no, he says, I'm just here to say that it's badass that you took on that project. So thank you, Reaper Metalworks. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it's a great project. I love bow making and just doing this again. It really like got me back excited about bow making. Not that I like lost my excitement, but it's been just been a while since I've made a bow. So it was fun to do it all again and and um you know kind of as a maker we're always challenging ourselves to do better and try to get better so every time i make a bow and you know i look back at my older bows and they have like hinges and they don't bend great and all this stuff and i'm like man that's like i should really try harder to do better and so like this was one of those things where i really think that it it ended up bending really beautifully um and, you know, I, I tillered it well and I took the time to back it and I did a bunch of other stuff and I'm really happy with the way it turned out. And, um, and, you know, I'm now excited to like try even more and do some recurved or reflex tips and add some other, you know, reflex deflex into it and make something for my daughter. That's more of kind of an elf bow or something. So you might see that in the near future. So we'll see. We'll right. see how much I'm going to stress out Devin in a year <laughs> or so. Yeah, or in a year. Maybe we'll <laughs> just do year. one a year. That that's a fine. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine speed. <laughs> um, do we want to do it? Talk a little bit about Maker Camp. Yeah, I got I got, one, I got one beer left here. So let's... all right. Well, I have none, and I'm down to my last few sips. But <laughs> we'll just keep do, on do going. You wanna, do you want to go get one while I? I sure. Uh, talk about it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, give me uh I'll t it'll take me about 30 seconds and, and I'll be fresh. And go. So uh I was talking to Dustin about trying to do a podcast at Maker Camp whether we can or not. I don't know, but if we bring the laptop and a bunch of mics 
and maybe set up a table at Maker Camp because this is Thursday. This will be coming out Friday, and the next Friday we will be driving up there. Um, so we might record something early in the week and, and bring it up and, and have a podcast normal, or we will be coming semi-live, or maybe we can upload it that night or, or sometime during the weekend just to get, like, maybe a feel and the sounds of it. I think that would be cool. It might be I'm back. trying. He's back. Made it. Um, yeah. I was saying that I was discussing trying to do a podcast for Maker Camp. If we, mm-hmm. if we, maybe we can, maybe we can't. I don't know. I was just saying that that was one of the ideas because I don't know if anyone's done it. So it'd be kind of um, cool. Yeah, I think that the uh, uh, Jeff Fader was talking about maybe trying to do something like that as well. Maybe something like a knife talk or his full blast to do something from maker camp. Um, I know the, is it maybe the working hands podcast guys did it last year because they they were all there. They did it from like their hotel room, you know, never mind their hotel. (laughs) Yeah. They did it from their private jet circling the camp. (laughs) Hey, that'll be us next year. Did they do it from, (laughs) they do it from their gold mine. Hotel room. Right, fair, fair enough. I, I guess. Fancy pants. <laughs> I guess uh, maybe they have done it. Well, maybe yeah. we can. Um, now we'll see. You know, it might be kind of fun to, to. Jeff. Yep, could do that, and maybe uh, like do a combo. Yeah, I like the idea of um, recording something. You know, even if it's like, even if we do questions or something for the podcast, you know, and just kind of clip them all together and put it up as the podcast for next for the week after you know that's true cool. yeah yeah um so it could just gonna... be that we just you know just kind of grab a bunch of stuff and maybe talk to people or who knows i don't know we'll we'll see see how yes. we feel in the moment you know because in the moment it's like i just want to hang out and do stuff you know i don't want to work so well, yeah i don't <laughs> think but if we did it right it wouldn't be work it would I mean yeah, it wouldn't I, it, I feel like we would bring it down close to the tent and then have people come around and like chat and talk with us. Right. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So I'm anyway, like so logistics, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so we're getting ready for Maker Camp, kind of. I haven't really done anything yeah. for it. Um, <laughs> Other but... than trying to decide how to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> so Devin, because Devin's not a maker. Um, how dare and... you? <laughs> because you are not there because you're a maker right you're there because we're we're part of the channel the art craftsmanship yeah um you were hesitant I'm, to to pay the full price for a full maker yeah. weekend well, only here, because here, here, you've got it yeah i was gonna say uh last year with the brace for one we didn't know we thought with the silver you got camping and with this and that and i didn't know how much enforcement there would be and i'm i'm not trying to get away with anything right so i'm i'm still i'm trying to support it appropriately right yeah without spending five hundred dollars right right yeah without Um, spending more than you need to when when like if i'm being part of all making of all the different things is not really why you're there yeah it's like if you go to an amusement park and they're like hey do the pass it costs two hundred dollars to get everything and all these meals 
and everything. You can do this and that and ride all the rides. But I, I go to the amusement park and I don't ride the rides and I'm not hungry. Right. Do you right. still get the pass? <laughs> you probably don't. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I'm there to spend time with people. I'm not right. there to make new things and learn new things about making necessarily. I mean, it's a side effect because right. you're around it. And I enjoy, but I enjoy talking to people about the stuff they make, right? So. Yeah, right, exactly. And that's, and there are specific passes for that. Like it's called the non-maker day pass, mm-hmm. right? So this is for non-makers. This this pass is for people who are only only plan on spectating, right? Which obviously, spectating and just commenting and being part of it. That's that's what you want to do. You want to be part of the act, part of being there, and the whole like event and the community but you're not necessarily planning on making things. Right. So, so that's yeah, maybe it's the maker. Probably what I'll do because right. also now the $200 pass doesn't get you food, which last year it kind of did. We weren't sure. We didn't think it would, but then it did. So it right. might still be like that where they just, hey, you have a bracelet. Okay, you can have food. Um, right. But I'm thinking maybe this year there. It might be more strict with it and – we might just, I think the food was, we are just hearing today that maybe it was 100 bucks to get all your meals, which is a good deal. If that's if what you want to do, yeah. If, right. And if you're not camping right next to the maker field, which right. we have, we did, and we probably will be this year, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, we have, we have food at camp, and that's not the main thing we're doing. Right, yeah. And like you said, too, it was kind of nice to, like, go up to the campsite and just like take a break, you know, and eat some food and just relax for, you know, half an hour. Yeah. Because it is, it's, it's, it's a lot of work to be there the whole time. And I actually remember specific, I don't know if you remember this, but Derek from Malden walked by us, um, last year when we were kind of sitting up, we were sitting with a couple of the guys that were, that were there camping up next to us. And we we're kind of chatting and looking out over the field and, you know, kind of having a kind of just a chill moment. And Derek walks by and he goes, he says something like, um, you know, you're never, you're missing out on the moments or something like that. You know, I forget what it was exactly, but he was like, you know, you're not, you're not going to be part of the situation if you're not there doing it, you know? And mm-hmm. I was like, you were like, yeah, we're just taking a break, you know, we're hanging out. He's like, all right. And he just like walked off back to like toward the, you know, the blacksmithing tent or whatever, you know? So and I, I, I appreciate what he said there. Yeah, right. That he's just encouraging people who are sitting by themselves to to come he's just, be a part. Come of it. on in. Yeah. Hey, you th- you got, yeah, yep. you don't want to miss. Oh, that's New York. What's Boston? Is it Boston? Boston. Yeah, right. Hey, you don't a... want to miss the moments. That's New York too. You can't do it. Go Red Sox. <laughs> go Sox. Sox. Go right, Sox. You, yeah. you miss the moments. Uh, <laughs> Derek. <laughs> uh, clam chowder. Yeah, there you go. It's the, there you ah, go. Don't gosh. don't miss the. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> he said something like that. Come but. on over, yeah. You're gonna miss. You're gonna miss out on the events. <laughs> That's a little New York. Hey, yeah, yeah, we're, hey, we yo, can't do it. hey, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> You'd be but unfortunate. Yeah. Something happened to you, right? Of course. When the you sentiment. Had an event. <laughs> right. The sentiment was like, <laughs> "Come, be part of the event. Like, don't just sit on the side and hang out. You know, don't don't isolate yourselves. Right, but." And then it we was said, nice uh, to have that. Derek, where were you at 4 a.m. last night? Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't see you anywhere at the event. I think you were at your house or wherever. <laughs> he was sleeping. You were at you Jimmy's. Were at, you were at Jimmy's in a, in a, in a guest bedroom. But we oh, were out. Shade. Talking to people. 
Shaking hands, kissing babies. That's right. <laughs> we can't all leave yeah. at ten o'clock. <laughs> and then nah, yeah, back it's... in. <laughs> but yeah, that's that is nice to have. I mean, you cannot beat being that close to the event. Like our spot where we were, and we'll be back there again this year. And I, hope. I think we, that... don't, we don't really know. Oh, we'll be there because we're just gonna drive in and go set up camp there, and then walk over and get our <laughs> like, bracelets. Hey, do you, do you need do you need to wait? And we're like, no, we we, we know where to go. We know, yeah, we're good. <laughs> we yeah, you just... want to wait for the cart to take you around? No, we got good. it. <laughs> you know where you're going? Yep. Thank you. Yeah, but yeah, so we'll be we'll be there. I know the Jim's uh, Jim from the Tradesman's Channel. He's gonna be there with his with his son. They're gonna be camping out in that spot. Or at least oh, right on. Camping out. Yeah. I, didn't know, I didn't know he was bringing his kid. Yeah, I watched. Uh, he just put out a video on making a draw knife for his Maker Camp Maker Swap item. So he made oh, a draw right knife, and, and he was talking at the end of the video, talking about Maker Camp and how, how great it is to be that whole, whole part of that situation. Because last year, he came down. He's from, he lives um, in Canada, right over the border in the kind of 10,000 Islands area. Um, and he came down for maker camp and his, he was going to come just for the day. I think then he ended up spending the night and then, um, staying the next day. And, you know, with I've, a lot of it with our encouragement, cause he was helping out with the, uh, the timber frame structure and he knew us from our channel. We knew him cause we had been commenting back and forth. So he hung out with us quite a bit. And so we were like, I oh, gotta stay like, what do you, you know, just like having him around <laughs> and being part of it. So now he's all in for it this year, which is great. I think, it's such an infectious environment. It's just so much fun. And everyone's like, it's just so open, you know, like everyone's just there hanging out. It's just this gigantic like weekend hangout in someone's backyard. That's what it feels like, you know? (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm really excited. It's, it's nice, a little bit nicer to know some people now going in. Yeah. At least have, have talked to some people. And, um, yeah. Uh, sadly everyone else who we invited aren't coming. Yeah, except for our Sean. Brothers, Sean's coming. Our, yeah. yeah, that's true. Sean's coming. But so we have one extra person. Last year yeah. we're like, we're gonna bring like five people. Like, we're no, gonna no, be no. tons of people. We're gonna have all of our brothers here. Yeah, like Derek and Drew both were down for it. Like, yeah, it sounds good. Great, cool. Drew, yeah, he's not doing it. Derek, of course, we knew Derek was gonna flake out because that's just Derek. But <laughs> <laughs> but Drew, we figured Drew would make it this year, and he was he kind of wanted to. But you know, it's also tough. You know, you got little kids and things and whatnot. But. We'll, anyway, we'll keep encouraging them and we'll keep going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, it's, I'm so excited. It's going to be great. Um, I have been working on my maker swap item. I'm making the chisel knife. So inspired by Mora's chisel knife. That's the first time I saw one was from the, from the Mora knife making company. Just a, you know, kind of a, a regular bushcrafty looking knife, but instead of a, you know, a belly and a point on it, it's just cut off straight at the end and it has a chisel in the end. So you have like a single bevel along the, the end and then a single bevel along one side. And so I, he treated that on Tuesday night, which was when we were, we got together to shoot and did that. Uh, he treated that, got that done to the live stream and had a bunch of people hanging out then, which was really cool. And, um, yeah, so I'll be working on that this week, getting that done. And, uh, that's going to have, a Coca Bolo handle with some brass Corby bolts holding it together, and uh, and yeah, I'm really excited about it. It looks really cool so far. I when I heat treated it, I never looked at the straightness before I did the heat treat, but I I knew that it had a little bit of uh, a little bit of a curve to the blade, just slightly 
um, like slightly curving away from the flat side. So like toward the bevels and it actually made it really um, convenient to sharpen or try to flatten the back side of the chisel or the bottom side of the chisel. So the flat side as opposed to the, the bevel side. So when you're sharpening a chisel, you just lay the flat side down on a flat piece of, you know, fine sandpaper or sharpening stones and you flatten it. And that's what, that is really where you get the majority of your sharpness is by just laying that flat side down flat and working it forward and back. Um, then you can flip it over and obviously like I made it to 30 degrees, the bevel. So that way you could clamp it into any normal chisel um, sharpening jig and then use that 30 degree jig to sharpen the bevel angle as well. But so it has this like slight, just like the slightest warp um, or bend in the blade uh, f going like bending toward or the convex side is the side where the bevels are on, which actually makes it, like I said, a little bit more convenient to sharpen the flat side because it tips up a little bit. So instead of flattening, instead of like sanding the whole flat side, all of it, you're, you can just focus on that end where the the chisel is just slightly. You can just put a little pressure there and then everything else just pops up off of the surface just a tad. And really the handle, like right now because I don't have a handle on it, the, the whole handle area is perfectly straight and flat. And then it just has this like the slightest, maybe a, a like a 64th or 132nds of an inch like from uh, the Ricasso area where the handle goes into the blade out to the tip that just bends just the slightest amount, but just enough that you can see it. But I think it'll actually make it pretty, um, it will make it uh, more convenient and easier to sharpen that way. And when you're sharpening the flat side, so I'm happy with it. And, nice. Uh, yeah. It looks really nice. Lays and clean, you know, just doing, doing bevels like that where I just set it up with my, work rest and my platen on my grinder getting like a real clean bevel like I did for the marking knives and stuff that we made. Um, it's just like makes it look really nice, really nice, you know, to have those clean straight bevels. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. To, that was actually a really a great thing. And I wish they would expand, not necessarily with that, but a, or a real swap. Mm hmm. Like, you know, where everyone can bring their stuff. Like a tool swap. Tables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone can come in and actually swap stuff and or buy stuff from each other. Right. Um, and maybe they and still they, can, but that's, I feel like that's one thing missing. Like, like a lot of people have a lot of stuff. Yeah. And, and there you, were, there you, were a couple got, tables like that last year that had some but, stuff, but you know. But they, well, those were sort of like just guys selling stuff, selling old tools and things. Yeah. Yeah. And those, those but were to normal do guys. Like, like, right. But to do like a big, like, swap shop, basically. Right. Like, have, every, yeah. have everyone, like, do it in the, uh, in the food area. Where there's yeah. tables set up, and right. just everyone bring their wares, like ten or twenty items, whatever, or you know, like have a yeah. max, right? Like, hey, bring ten things at max. Okay. Yeah, and then so you everyone can take lays 10 out things. their stuff, yeah. and then uh, well, no, I wouldn't do that. Or no, I'm just saying, like, if I, yeah, yeah, I if would you, just if say, you have it like free, open for anyone to take whatever, however much they want. You well, know, I, you I wouldn't take. Do, I, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I I, okay. I would take ten things. And I would drop in a a um. I'll drop in the painting you made for me. Just pretend I did it. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> this watercolor I did in the backyard. No, but I'm saying just have an area where people can show their stuff off. Right. And then also an encouragement of either buying stuff or trading stuff. Right. Okay. 
Gotcha. You know, it, it would be trades. Like like a right. brick swap is is mostly people coming up and saying, hey, I got this. What do you have? Like, right. Oh, I've I got I these lo- things. I, I love yeah. your axe. Let me give you a knife. Cool. Right. Right yeah. on. Right away. Or I love this. I love that. Right. Now that's good. Yeah. That it's all that it's all like maybe all barter. I don't know. Or sell. I don't yeah, I don't know. That's hard. That's hard to do. Like, do you just do like a big like swap thing where people can just come well, and they do give and take, you know, like like because obviously people are gonna bring things that they don't care about. You know, so or maybe, that they maybe don't you need. just have a let's just say you have a sell day. Saturday at four o'clock, four to six or something. You have right. a, you have a time where everyone sells their stuff. Right, right. And everyone comes around and can buy stuff. That's that's what I would yeah. you know, something like that. You just do a couple hours and everyone brings their stuff. Even if they have three or four things. You're gonna have right. someone who wants to buy it. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, right. Yeah, or like like there was actually um, uh, there were yeah there were a couple guys doing stuff. I know there was like one guy who brought like a trail. Like I know Chris Zapp bought a brought a bunch of stuff, and then there was um the not blacksmith tools. He was there, but it wasn't him. It was another guy. I can't remember his name, but he brought like a whole bunch of stuff, like hammers and things that you could buy, um, um, all for pretty cheap. Knife, um, not knife talk. What's the other his? We we're just talking about Jeff Vader. Right. Sorry. Yeah, Jeff Vader. Yeah, I remember we talked about this before, where he was kind of bitching about bringing merch. Right, yeah. And then he brought merch, and yeah. then I was like, yeah, it's a little lame that you have merch sitting here. A lot of people bought it, mm-hmm. and that, and that's fine, but it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, What's the point? Especially, I mean, he he does well. He sells all the knives he produces pretty much, or at least that's the way he puts it out there that's the way it seems to me yeah right so you're not hurting for the 400 but let's say you do really well merch right you make 400 bucks yeah no i agree i mean i think a lot of people want it there too like they were like i think a lot of people asked him like hey you know bring some stuff we'd love to buy some hoodies or we'd love to buy a shirt from you or a hat or something yeah that's true that's true and I know he's bringing some uh, friction folders this year that he made. I think he made like six friction folders. Well, see, those are the, that's uh, cool. Then, then yeah. right, because that's the maker thing, right? Yeah. But and I guess it's going to be like a first come, first serve. You know, if you see him and he's got some, you can buy one. I thought about it. I was like, I wonder how much they'll be. That'd be cool. You know, I don't know. Yeah, but I think you know, I I think what would be cool is if there was just a big open trade swap shop you know or just like you don't even have to trade you just it, everyone who has stuff that they don't want or need anymore just bring it and it all goes into like, just you just put it on a big table and then people can take it you know like so so what if someone comes and takes like a hundred things and sells them online i didn't need them and maybe that person things. does you know what i mean like i feel i feel like so many of us who are like makers and and crafters and tool people have tools that we don't ever use anymore and like like i had a whole bunch of stuff that i gave you some stuff and like drew's on the dad got a bunch of stuff like i just didn't need it anymore it's and, all the stuff that dad gave you that you didn't want anymore no that's not true <laughs> <laughs> all the things i've gotten from dad actually that's he did give me some stuff that i gave away but that was just because i i he like dad will find something and he'll give it to me but i just don't need it or have like 
you know, like some of the things that he gives, some of my, like I love and use like my drill press, you know, I have the drill press that he gave me. I've got a bunch of stuff that he's given me, but, um, and then there are things that I ask him for. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, that's cool. You know, or he'll give me something. So, yeah. All right. So Dustin's <laughs> communist hour is brought to you by the art of craftsmanship and anyone can get anything they want. Yeah, right. Exactly. No, but no, I, I, no, I get it. Like, yeah. Like you have a bunch of like scrap leather or this or yeah, some, some old right. hammers or some old accents that you're not really into. That's not the shape you exactly. like. Exactly. Right. That would yeah. be cool. Yeah. I a bunch think of, you got whatever extra screwdrivers or whatever. Yeah. Whether you have yeah. the Saturday flea market or something like that, mm-hmm. even if you did a Saturday flea market, you could, you could still, as a community of people, it could be a thing where you just kind of trade stuff and hey, I got these. You want these? I got a bunch of this stuff right. here. You have it now. Nah, take this. Oh, you bought this right. here. Have a bunch of leather. Like whatever. I don't, I don't need these scraps or yeah. I feel maybe like that's kind of how it would be. Yeah, maybe it's like a <clears throat> like a two hour thing, right? From like three to five on Saturday afternoon, there is a big yard sale, right? And there are a bunch of tables set up, and you can pre- you beforehand you register to have a table. And then for that two-hour time period, you bring whatever 50 things or 20 things that you want to try to sell, and you sell them. And then if they don't sell, you just put them back in the crate and put it back in your car, get back to Maker Camp, and that's just, like, part of it. That would be kind of cool, too. You know, then you can decide, like, if you have a free area of your table. Yeah, I I think there should be a place for buying things because I feel like a lot of people – or maybe it's just us, but we had – money in our pockets <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like hey i want to i want to pick up something cool and i guess um yeah. i got some stuff yeah some tools fader and was stuff. fader's all right with we had cash so he, you know him yeah he's got all this <laughs> stuff we didn't have that so maybe he's on to something but um yeah i think there should be a spot where you can where you can buy more stuff because the few things that they had set up were, were kind of cool like we yeah. kept going by every day and talking to people and Get know them, and, and that, that was nice. Yeah, and a lot of the people that I heard, like, either on podcasts or from, in you know, who were there or through the grapevine, you know, on Instagram, a lot of people picked up a lot of cool stuff. Like, I got a, a bunch of cool leather mm-hmm. from that, uh, from that the leather people. It was like Twin Trees. I forget what it's called. Yeah, they head, were great. Great deals. I got tons of good leather. Like, all that, like, the antique bison leather and the... Yeah, that was great. And then, the, like, the... um british uh saddle leather like i got some really cool stuff that i'm still using and it's awesome for super good deals and i got that little mini the perfect um screwdriver the kind of teeny tiny one from that one dude who was along the edge next to the chainsaw guy he was open every day and yeah yeah, i saw there were people like collecting and gathering and there was a lot of like swapping and selling and stuff so i think there's there's definitely the market for it there people want to you know pick up interesting things and and whether or not you know, like that that little perfect screwdriver. Like eighty percent of the people maybe there at Maker Camp don't even care or know about that. You know, but then there's like the twenty percent of people that are like, "Oh, those are cool," or maybe it's like less than that, and maybe it's something like I have this like little black plastic handle screwdriver that is just going to be like the right thing that's going to fit someone else's like you know, collection they've been looking for, yeah. you know, <laughs> I, I, maybe, Who knows? maybe their focus is to keep people involved in the events. Mm-hmm. Right. So not to distract them with too much stuff. Like, right. Maybe yeah. if we had a flea market in the middle of this field, 
it would distract people. But right, I, I I don't know. Like I think there's a lot of free time, no matter what you do. Even if you pack your schedule with stuff, there would be free time to do these things. I don't know. Yeah, and you know, something like that because makers love things and tools to make stuff. Like I think that would it would be a welcome break from just like the straight, you know. Yeah, and yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, again, yeah. if you just and if you just do it as like a time period, right? It's just like after lunch for 2 hours on Saturday or Sunday right, or whatever, right. you know. You so that way it's not time. the whole time. It's mm-hmm. just yeah. yeah. You need time to decompress a little bit. Even the most outgoing people like us, you still need a little time to just to chill and walk around and look at things and right. Yeah. Be calm a little bit. Yeah, and maybe like the first hour, you know, you don't overlap it with any other event going on, but the second hour you do, right? You have a few events that start in the second hour. So that way yeah. that yeah. way everyone has the chance to like see something or get something, you know, from it in that first hour and the second hour if you want to hang out, like that way you have some more time if you want to go through and rummage and find something. Yeah, I don't know. So so we will do a um archery bow swap. Yeah. During <laughs> during the shoot during what will you do next year? <laughs> yeah, will, right, exactly. We will definitely include, like, hey, bring stuff. You want to trade axes, yeah. bows? Cause... Right, yeah. Yeah, we'll do it We'll do it informal if they don't put that in. <laughs> if uh, <laughs> if uh, Austin doesn't like that idea. <laughs> but if I see him, I'll definitely be. I'll definitely chat with him about the, the bow stuff for next year and then maybe bring up some type of, like, a swap shop, swap meet type thing. Actually, you know what we should do is like we should have looked at the schedule and see if that's already something there. We're like talking right. about right. it. We're talking about like, it. Just like, hey, up. dummies. <laughs> it's already on the schedule because you can see the schedule now. It is on uh, on the um, the Maker Camp website, uh, Casco Mountain Maker Camp. So if you look, there's the schedule's up so you can actually see the whole thing, um, the day-to-day schedule and what everything does. So it's pretty nice. Yeah, so um... – if you see uh, Dustin and you've heard this podcast and you're at Maker Camp, <laughs> he, he probably will give you something for free. He's been talking about it, so <laughs> I, I hope you have, have my, something. My pockets are going to be full of old, like, screwdrivers and, and give uh, them, yeah. box you, end you, wrenches. You better have some stuff, all this free talk you're talking about. Allen wrenches and stuff. <laughs> so if you mention I'll it, like... he, he will give you a, a, a leather strip or a yeah, old right, exactly. or... I won't accent. <laughs> Actually, when we went to the uh, when I went up to the Axe Stravaganza up in uh, up in PA, um, there was a guy uh, o- Oki. I can't remember his name off on Instagram, but uh, he was like he was doing knife throwing and axe throwing and stuff, and he was it was really cool. He was like had a ton of charisma and he was talking to like Emery, which is my buddy Sean's son, and got him throwing knives and getting them to stick and stuff, and just like really made you know he he's he's a really good axe and knife thrower um but he you know you didn't feel pressured around him like he was there to teach and he was like so excited about it that you really like wanted to try you know and he would like give you good good tips and stuff and then he would show you how it worked and you know you didn't feel nervous because he was like as good as he is like he really did a good job but um he just had a milk crate full of like uh small hatchet heads that that the um all the like uh, all the axe throwing places have now. They're these like super cheap axe heads and um, or hatchet heads. And so he had a whole like a milk crate full of them, and they were a buck each. You know, it was like 
So I grabbed five go. of them. I grabbed five for five bucks, and then I was like, well, that's cool because now I'll put some handles on them, and then I have five throwing hatchets that we can bring to events, you know, bring to things, like when we're going to throw stuff. So um, so maybe something like that, you know. Just have a – we'll see. Oh, yeah. Is that uh, enthusiasm zombie? <laughs> right, exactly. He, he was spreading it throughout the event. <laughs> Can't help it. Spreads like a sickness. <laughs> a sickness of having to make something and do something. <laughs> you gotta love it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, you already had your uh, recommendation, so you're done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm clear. Um, Devin's again was museopen.com for open source music. And you said that's a lot of uh, a lot of classical, but some other stuff too. Mainly classical, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, well, my uh, recommendation this week is uh, Custom Steel um, on Instagram. Let me pull him up again real quick. Um, so Custom Steel, it's Carl Saar uh, on Instagram, and he's um, a uh, sculptor and metal worker. And actually here from Baltimore, it's funny because I was looking at his stuff and I was like, oh, that'll be my recommendation for this week. And I went into his about information on Instagram and I was like, oh, he's from Baltimore, which I did not even realize um, mm -hmm. until I was getting ready to uh, to shout him out. But um, he is from Baltimore and we're from Baltimore, Baltimore, which is cool. So check him out. He does some really awesome, um, beautiful sculptural metal work. Um, He's been posting work that he's doing that's uh, uh, like these beautiful octopus tentacles that are holding up um, different pieces of furniture. So it's more like the structural support for um, a bookshelf that he's got right now. So really cool work. Um, so check him out, Carl Saar. And again, his, uh, his Instagram is custom steel, and that's with a K. So at K-U-S-T-O-M-S-T-E-E-L on Instagram, custom seal, Carl Sar. Really beautiful uh, blacksmithing work and sculptural metal work. And maybe we'll see him at Maker Camp. I'm not sure. Although I am excited because there's a, like since last year at Maker Camp, I've um, become friends with and or friendly with a lot of people who were there last year who I didn't know were there and who are, <laughs> will be back this year. So um, like... There's a couple axe guys who I know were there who are going to be back, um, and and then the other thing is like some of the people that we met there for the kind of for the first time or maybe like I kind of seen them around so I knew their names but or I knew their Instagram handles but not really who they were um, because we met them and then started following them then there's all these people that we might have had one or one or two conversations with maybe or little bits of conversations with that now I've been following for an entire year or have really like invested my time in following them a little bit closer for a year because we met them. And now we have that, that kind of built relationship. So now when we see people again, we'll be like, Oh, you know, and we'll have all these conversations to talk about and stuff. So, so it's yeah. very exciting. Very exciting. We will, uh, if you see us say hello, uh, I might bring you a Baltimore beer or you could bring us. Oh. That'd be really nice. Oh yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. We'll gonna, definitely we're gonna, have, we're going to, we're going to bring, we're going to bring more lower alcohol content beers <laughs> because I'm going to, I'm going to last very long, very long time. Very long this time year. this year. <laughs> Shinto. Although, you know, 
going to bed at 2.30 instead of 3.30. That's, that's pretty good. That's true. <laughs> Lasting from, what time did we get there? Uh, uh, we we, we got up, yeah, we got up early. I think we got on the road by 6.30, got there around noon or 1, and then stayed up straight until and we did we, we did the drink hours in the morning. We, oh, we yeah. did drink when we got there. Oh yeah, started drinking right away. <laughs> so. Have a beer too, hang out for a little while, do some more stuff, <laughs> get some more beers, have some dinner, a couple more beers. Then you're really starting to feel it. So then Devin started giving away all our beers and yeah. <laughs> keeping the party going. The first night, thank <laughs> goodness that second night had the free free beer party because <laughs> we would have ran out. I should have stocked up. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Just load your pockets and I walk been away like, All and right, come back. Cru- cruise it by the campsite, hang on, you know, get the get the truck to cruise up there. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. They are doing that again. Hey, There's another uh was this it? this year it's sponsored by Brunt Workwear. So Dev and I we Whoa. both have Brunt boots. Workwear, Brunt Oh yeah. Brunt 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 Brunt, brunt Workwear. So we'll be wearing our Brunt boots and there's yeah, it's the I Brunt uh, happy hour, sponsored happy hour this year. So they are they are real comfortable. Did I I thought I did I hear that it was on Sunday? It's not on Sunday, is it? No. Okay. That's what I, I thought I saw that, and I was like, wait. Maybe. What? I don't think so. I mean, uh, I know they're no. doing the burn on Sunday, which is tough because a lot of people roll out, but we'll be there. Yeah, no. On uh, I mean, last year it was Saturday. Let me see. What do we got? I'm looking at the schedule now. Where's the time? I got a lot of stuff here, but no time. 7, 6.30. But, yeah, sun, sun, last year Sunday was really nice, but it was – it was a winding down, but that was a yeah. nice thing about having the burn. It was like, it was like this perfect chill. And even though we all still hung around and had drinks and stuff, whatever drinks we could find, <laughs> Noah had some right. beer and some other people had some beers that we, yeah, right. we were like scrounging <laughs> off of them. <laughs> I'm looking for the happy hour. I don't see it right now on the schedule, but. I'm also looking at the schedule online. I can't click on the image, so it's just what's on the website. And when I zoom in, it's pretty blurry. <laughs> so, but sometime, pretty sure it's Saturday night. I saw a thing about it, but happy hour, which would be great. And uh, and they there was a couple hammerings of the Blackthorn Resort over the summer and. Um, they made a, a really cool big fire pit that's they've used for a few different events, but really the idea was that they're, Chris Cash was leading these hammer ins and they were making this big, you know, kind of six foot diameter uh, fire pit all welded and, and riveted together. That's going to be like a big, you know, communal fire pit. So that'll be there for the evenings, which is always fun. So I'm sure oh, we'll yeah. have some uh, some some locals there, which always make it kind of interesting. The different locals who are around hanging out, you know, figuring, trying to figure out why there are all these like weird makers that are hanging out doing all sorts of funky stuff. What do you do? <laughs> what are you guys doing? Uh, What's this uh, thing going on? <laughs> and they're like getting, you know, got a whole bunch of uh, middle aged ladies uh, who are interested in all the all the fresh young bodies that are around them. <laughs> Oh baby, yeah right. We were, who was it? We were trying to like pawn them off on last year. We we're like, oh, See, him I, over there, he's I, single. I, I no, think you no. you were, and I think I was done. They just saw me <laughs> zombified, or maybe I was. I, I'm a, I'm a good wingman. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. I was like, who's who's single who needs to hang out with some people? Right? Robert Bliss. I can't remember who it was. We were trying to get him to chat with, but <laughs> no, not him. No, 
No, not Bliss. Uh, who was it? Damn, throw him under the don't, don't be dropping names. I uh, know. No, no <laughs> who was? I mean, whoever was like it. Nothing ever happened because everyone was like, "Oh, these chicks are really drunk and, chicks and kind are of annoying." <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I forget. No, that is whatever. a funny thing. The um, the the art of <laughs> passing on people that you don't want to talk to. Oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! There's that one guy. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll uh, try to vo- avoid those people again this year. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. Um, episode 102. We will uh, we'll record one more episode again. Like I said, that'll be coming out next Friday. Before, well, not one more, but one more next maybe, week. That'll maybe. be come out on Friday. Maybe. That, maybe. maybe. Uh, we will. Because if we do another one, it'll come out the week after. Then but we we'll have one come out on Friday. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. talk about it. <laughs> Devin's going to be like, we don't want to record. We want to just do it there and bring it out on Saturday. <laughs> but our right. podcast come out on Friday. So I have to. Wouldn't you guys rather listen to a podcast the I, day after? Uh, no. They'll they'll listen to the podcast the week after. It'll be all sorts of fun stuff from Maker Camp. We'll see. <laughs> Devin's like, bring, 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 hanging in the spring and stuff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody uh make sure you don't forget to head over to youtube um subscribe there comment like let us know what you think check out the 100 pound warbo video we'd love Woo. to hear more comments about it and more questions um and uh, you can follow us both on instagram at the art of craftsmanship and at the art of camera guy and then if you want to head over to patreon.com forward slash the art of craftsmanship and support us there um, all that support goes all back into the channel. So thank you all so much for everyone who has uh, supported us over the years and who still does support us. It makes a pretty significant difference in the things that we get to make and do. So we really appreciate it. And if you don't want to, that's fine too. Just maybe head over to whatever platform you're listening to and uh, and give us a little love there. Give us a comment or a, or a share and let tell your friends about the podcast and the YouTube channel and let's make this... Uh, Let's make it amazing, which we'll just continue to keep on doing. So, all right, guys, thank you all so much for listening, and we will talk to you next time.